Thank you for plugging into this Family Life News podcast, streaming issues-driven, family-focused news. What is planned for Thanksgiving in Plymouth this year? Well, this year, we have something planned. As we do every year, it's always on the Saturday before Thanksgiving. So the USA Thanksgiving Parade, it's the second most popular parade at Thanksgiving after Macy's. Excellent. And would you give us a snapshot from history about the first Thanksgiving? Well, the first Thanksgiving was one of great thanks because... The harvest had come in and it was quite bountiful. And you have to remember that the year before, they had landed in the dead of winter. They had all had sickness. Half of the pilgrims died. And so, thank goodness they were able to do the peace with the Sachem Massasoit so that they could learn to plant, learn to get along together and help each other and protect each other. So, by that time, they were very happy to all gather together to celebrate that harvest festival that lasted three days. So, what were they really eating on that first Thanksgiving? A lot of the same things that we do, except we have a big old butterball turkey. They probably had wild boiled turkey, which means it wouldn't have been nearly what we're used to having. Of course, they had cranberries because that was a harvest that they have. Mashed potatoes, they had, I'm sure, some form of that. The difference is in the way it was all cooked. Now, the one biggest difference is that turkey would not be the centerpiece of the table. They would have had meat from about five different areas. They would have had deer, they would have had turkey, they would have had pheasant, carrier pigeon, you name it. They would have had a little bit of all the various meats available to them at that time. Wow, what a feast and a thankful time as well. What light has the archaeological dig shed on the Mayflower story? Well, in the last few years, they have been digging in the area and they have finally found one of the walls of the fort. And what they've learned is that there was much more interaction between the natives and the English than ever was thought before. They know this because they found areas where they cook together and there's pottery from both cultures there. They know it from many other things as well. And then, of course, Edward Winslow talks about the first Thanksgiving and how they all came together and that there were 90 natives or more and only the 50 remaining English colonists. So we're starting to take a little bit different view on the relationship now. Yeah, that's excellent. Some claim that the tradition we've grown up with, they're basically saying it was not as happy as we portray it. What can we learn from the gathering there of the Wampanoag Indians and the colonists at Plymouth? I think that many different people have different interpretations of Thanksgiving. So I think what we have to do is look at what we have left to examine it from, which would be the writings of Edwards Winslow and the things that we have found from the archaeological digs. They did protect each other. At the time, the Pocanocket tribe was having a lot of threats and problems with the Wessagusset tribe. And the pilgrims, of course, were very fearful because they had arrived with full families. I'm not so sure that it was that terribly unhappy. There have been a lot of myths thrown out there saying that they were not. But the truth of the matter is that they were actually coming together for this harvest feast. There were over 90 Native American tribal people. There were barely 50 pilgrims. And I think that what we need to come away with it is, is we need to look at every single piece of history and look at it for what happened there. Yes, indeed, beyond that, two generations later, 
King Philip's War happened. Many, many more immigrants were coming into the country. Everything went downhill for that, for the indigenous people. And we all should learn that. We should understand the stories. And we should also understand that we need to acknowledge this and to make it a part of our history. But in this particular piece of colonial history, I think what you're going to find is that there was a 50-year peace alliance, as well as this Harvest Festival, where they all came together for a meal. That, in a way, is something that we should all be happy about. Thanksgiving should be something that we continue to celebrate because it's about gratitude. It's about bringing diverse peoples together. It's about asking hard questions and having those family arguments. It's about many things, but by all means, it is something where we can all come together and be grateful. Amen, sister. Do you recommend any particular places for information from firsthand accounts, primary documents, as they say? You certainly can look in many places. We have an interactive um, village that has both the Patuxent Village as well as the English Colony Village at Plymouth Patuxent Museums. They are an excellent source to look at history. Their website is Plymouth, but they spell it the old way. They spell it P-L-I-M-O-T-H dot org. Another place that you can go to learn all about Plymouth and all the cool stuff you can do here, as well as some history, is my website, which is cplymouth.com, S-E-E, and then spelled correctly, P-L-Y-M-O-U-T-H.com. <laughs> I love that. Thank you. Lee, what do you know about your own ancestors? I know that I had eight people on the ship from five different families, all through different lines. And, you know, there's over 10 million people, Tracy, that are descended from the pilgrims. Your your chances of being a Mayflower descendant are probably better that you are than you're not. You just have to do the genealogy. And what you often find is when you do that, because there were intermarriages, because of all the deaths that first winter, you often have many, many lines and not just one. 